I went to a marvelous party. Most people don't even know the fact the underlying ideas don't have enough depth to last for an entire season. Christopher, this is only going to work if we speak one at a time. Fine, you first, Eric. Sunset Strip in beautiful West Hollywood, California. It's the Dinner Party Show with Christopher Rice and Eric Shaw Quinn, the Internet's first live comedy variety show. Featuring special correspondents from the worlds of entertainment, politics, and lousy relationships. Everyone gets served. Tonight's live cast is streaming to you through the dinnerpartyshow.com with your hosts, New York Times best-selling novelists Christopher Rice and Eric Shaw Quinn. Good evening. This is Brick Artery with Dinner Party Show Birthday News. 35 years ago, Return from Witch Mountain was number one at the box office. The Bee Gees' Night Fever was Billboard's number one. On the country charts, it was Mama's Don't Let Your Babies Grow Up to Be Cowboys. Ironically, that year's Super Bowl champs. It was the year we had three popes, one of them for only 34 days. The Camp David Accords were signed and there were hopes of peace, though there were growing signs of the rise of terrorism with attacks in this country and abroad. Deer Hunter, Midnight Express, and Coming Home were at the movies and the Oscar went to Annie Hall. The World According to Garp was on every nightstand. Isaac Bashiva Singer was awarded the Nobel for Literature and James McPherson's Elbow Room received the Pulitzer. The year was 1978 and on March 11th, Anne and Stan Rice of San Francisco, California welcomed their son and future dinner party show host, Christopher, into the world. Christopher shares his birthday with Rupert Murdoch, Antonin Scalia, and Jesse Jackson Jr. Many, many... Many years earlier, way, way back in the before times of 1959, they were darker days. Times were good. There was just a lot less electricity. It was a simpler time if you didn't want civil rights, color television, or to live to be 67. Marilyn Monroe was queen of the box office, and Some Like It Hot came out in March of that year. Ben-Hur took home the Oscar for Best Picture, and North by Northwest was that year's summer blockbuster. On March 16th, teen sensation Frankie Avalon's Venus continued to dominate the music charts and the airwaves. That year, the Dalai Lama fled Tibet, Batista fled Cuba, and Nikita Khrushchev stopped by for a visit. Alaska and Hawaii joined the Union that year. James Michener's Hawaii joined D.H. Lawrence's Lady Chatterley's Lover on the lists of daring readers, and Robert Louis Taylor took home the Pulitzer Prize for his book, The Travels of Jamie McFeeters, which, despite the fact that you've never heard of it, went on several years later, in 1964, to be a TV series that launched the career of 12-year-old Kurt Russell. But that year, 1959, on March 16th, the birthday of First Lady Pat Nixon, President James Madison, the infamous Jerry Lewis, and Joseph Mengele, Eric Shaw Quinn arrived at the hospital in Heidelberg, Germany, we can only assume with his customary bad attitude and some sharply critical observations about the quality of his accommodations there. Eric has since followed his own colorful and circuitous path to join Christopher Rice as co-host of The Dinner Party Show. 
Gentlemen, this is Breck Artery wishing you good night, good dinner, and happy birthday from all of us at TDPS News. Tonight's briefer format will offer up our best birthday wishes to the two people entirely to blame for this, The Dinner Party Show. Your hosts, birthday boys Christopher Rice and Eric Shaw Quinn. This reporter wishes the two of you all the best this year and in years to come. Well, that was lovely. You know, Breck actually forgot to mention something that happened on my birthday. Oh, what happened on your birthday, Christopher? Larry Flint was shot. That's really a lovely birthday memory. It's a memory. lovely birthday That's thing. It's so sweet of you to bring that up. I'm he sure Larry appreciates it. Shot and paralyzed for life. Larry's listening to our show. I think that would be sort of wonderful. I think to get Larry to listen to our <laughs> show, we would, you know, Larry typically offers huge cash rewards if you can find naked pictures or sex tapes of people like Sarah Palin. Those assholes. Celebrities. So I think if we joined in one of those searches, he would maybe begin listening to our show. Who knows? We should have him on the show if he'll come. That Yeah, it's completely handicapped accessible here. It is. It should be no problem. Absolutely. So, Larry, if you're listening, we'd love to have you on the show. Maybe for our next birthday. As part of Christopher's next birthday. Absolutely. Did he leave out, did Breck leave out anything that happened on your birthday that you're aware of? You know, I'm not really aware of that much that was happening on my birthday, and it was so far back in time. Yeah. You know, it's the year that Alaska, as he pointed out, Alaska and Hawaii joined the union, so there weren't even... 50 states way back then. Really? Yeah, so it was, yeah, it's it's tough to uh, come up with that kind of <laughs> historical detail. I hear the from, pterodactyl movement really gained right? steam that yeah, year. Yeah, I think so, I think so. So just about enough of that, huh? Uh-huh, yeah, right? <laughs> so that's as far as your research Enough went. crappy age jokes. Yeah, well, I, I, I think tonight we'll be blessedly free of age jokes. I know all of our special correspondents were very excited to... Uh, do tributes and and uh, celebrations. Yeah, a lot of this was, this was really kind of their idea. It really was. It really, uh, it meant a lot to us. I I have to say, you know, I kid about my age, but I'm actually really happy to be alive. I am a man who was born in a generation. Many of the members of my generation died mm, for mm-hmm. you know obvious reasons, and I feel very fortunate every year at my birthday to still be here. Mm-hmm. All of my friends from New York or a sizable portion of my friends from New York after college are gone. Yes. You know, and because so of I, the AIDS it, crisis. Right. Yeah. And so it, it never is lost on me that it is a privilege to get over. It's actually an achievement. And I think we're mm-hmm. a very silly society that we regard people's time and experience as somehow I've screwed up. Oh, my God, I got older this year. No, I succeeded. As I always say, it's everybody gets to be young and cute. Mm -hmm. The trick is to be old and cute. Absolutely. Which is what I'm working on. Absolutely. (laughs) Well, as I turn 35 and bid goodbye to the loss of my youth, or bid goodbye to my youth, I should say. um, (laughs) Can you still see it from there? I can still see it. You know, but I also think our conception of age is changing because the actual condition that people are in at various ages has changed so dramatically. What what was the average life expectancy? I don't know, twenty, thirty years ago well, compared as, to now. As Breck pointed out, it was uh, it was less than sixty seven years right. for a man in nineteen fifty nine when I was born. Right. So yeah, that's I don't know what it is now, but I think it's higher than that. I yeah. think that may be part of what we're grappling with with the whole social security and Medicare thing is that we're all living so much longer and they didn't really count on that when they started the programs. My grandmother, Margaret Rice Sr., 
No, not senior. Margaret Rice. <laughs> it was Stanley Rice Sr. <laughs> Stanley Rice Sr., her husband, who is no longer with us. But Margaret Rice is 92. She's turning 92 this month, actually, along with us. We can include her in our birthday special. Sharp as attack. Just And her secret? She's gone to bed at almost exactly the same time every night for her entire life. <laughs> and you think that's what did it, huh? It's either that or that was her excuse for kicking us out of the house at 7 o'clock. Yeah, and then she gets crazy. Then she gets nuts. Right, the nuts. music goes on. Strippers. The, the crazy friends show up and she, she gets did, wild. She used to, when we all lived in New Orleans together, she hosted a book club at 9 in the morning. And I remember my friend was catering it for her and she asked for white wine. And he thought, wow, Margaret, not white wine at 9 Off in the morning. The hook. That's a little, That's crazy. That's the South. That is that is the South. White wine isn't actually considered drinking in the South. Not before 10. Yeah, absolutely. Really not at all. Not at all. Not at all. Well, uh, we have a special provocation tonight. We have Lyle and Kyle, two gay and Christians, are here. They'll be followed up by a lot of really lovely special birthday tributes, like you kind of might expect from Absolutely. the lovely correspondents on our show. So uh, we'll get out of the way and turn the show over to uh, the other people, but we want to say thank you for um, the birthday tributes. Absolutely, and thank you for listening to our show. It's been the greatest birthday gift for me this year is having our own radio show. So. Right, or not having to work on getting it. <laughs> <laughs> not having to deal with contractors and soundproofers, although we loved all of them individually. The process was quite challenging for us left-brain artists types. it's way more fun to be on the air it than really it was is. to get on the air. It really is. So thanks for listening in. Absolutely, and here's Lyle and Kyle. And we'll be back at the end. I'm Lyle Johnson. And I'm Kyle DeWitt. And we're two gay Christians. With two snaps snaps for Jesus. But tonight, we're here to wish a very special happy birthday to Christopher Rice and Eric Shaw Quinn, the hosts of The Dinner Party Show. And the folks who give us the platform to bring our message of Christ's love and inclusion to the world at large. And not just the folks who turn off Paper Mill Road and into the parking lot of our church by mistake because they're looking for the old Smoothie King that isn't there anymore. So thank you, Christopher and Eric, for allowing us to promote our own church, which we were forced to make after we were driven from our former congregation, Mm -hmm. which shall remain nameless. Except to say that those old biddies wouldn't shut up with that line about Adam and Steve, and (sighs) so we've left them to sit and simmer all on their own with no one to plan or promote the Sunday potluck Uh while they pervert Christ's message of love to suit their own bigoted ends. So, to celebrate your birthdays, we leave you with this quote from Ephesians 2.10. For we are God's handiwork, created in Jesus Christ to do good works, which God prepared in advance for us to do. Indeed, we are all God's handiwork. Including you too, Christopher and Eric. So, happy birthday from us and from the good Lord above. Hey, Twan, Queen of the Stars here with a special Pisces forecast for our dinner party show hosts and my fellow Pisceans, Christopher Rice and Eric Shaw Quinn. Jump in Jupiter 2013 should be a good year for Pisces through June 25th, but then it'll get even better. The king of the heavens, Jupiter, will be behind Pisces from the start of this year. With the focus on home and property, the first half of the year is an excellent time for expansion, acquisition, and home improvements. Watch the finances, but fortune should favor the bold Pisces through the end of June. 
that influence around the house will also yield positive results on the personal side of your home life, strengthen in family bonds, and settle in disputes. Then, Jupiter will kick it into high gear for you lucky Pisces. The focus shifts from home to fame, fortune, and romance. People will be drawn to you romantically and professionally. Money and fortune will flow towards you and your creative and healing abilities will be at their peak, attracting strong, professional, personal, and romantic alliances into your lives. And best of all, Pisces, Jupiter has got your back until late July of next year. That's right, love, money, and influence will flow into your reservoir well into 2014, so stock up. Christopher and Eric, all I can say is happy, happy birthday from me and the stars. And, whew, I mean, sometimes you get asked to do this kind of thing and the stars just don't line up. Nobody wants to be the bearer of bad news, but though I may be their queen, I cannot change the stars. I mean, if you were not a water sign this year, you are screwed. Fortunately, Christopher and Eric are not only water signs, but Pisces, so this is totally going to be their year. Thank goodness I didn't have to come on their show and tell them what I'd have to have had to tell them if they were, say, Leo. Because Leo, honey, you can bend over and kiss your ass goodbye. And Leo, nobody is saying you didn't deserve it either, least of all me. While you're in the gutter looking up at the rest of the world, Leo, you might try thinking of somebody besides yourself for a change because it wasn't all the star's fault you wound up on your ass. Cancer and Scorpio, you're going to have a pretty good year. Not Pisces good, but good. The rest of you, well, my advice is be nice to Pisces for a change. It is easy to mistake their gentle, nurturing, mutable nature for weakness, but it is born of the kind of inner strength that can leave you lost in the clouds. And this year, resistance is futile. So, if you're a Pisces, Enjoy it, honey. You've earned it. And if you're not Pisces, or at least a water sign, well, earth and fire, it's time to go to the back of the zodiac, because this year is the year of the old souls. Happy birthday to Christopher and Eric and me and all the other Pisces out there. Till next time, this is Twan reminding you to watch out for the stars and Pisces. Good evening. I'm Buzz Kilton, the Dinner Party Show's Bay Area Culture Reporter, and I'm here this evening to help celebrate the vulvar awakening of Eric Shaw Quinn. For those of you who inhabit those apocalyptic hinterlands of unchecked patriarchy and radical conservatism which lay between the east and west coast of this imperiled nation, the term vulvar awakening was recently proposed to the Berkeley City Council to replace the term birthday on all official documents. This noble attempt to restore the tarnished role of the goddess in the act of human reproduction was resoundingly rejected by a largely grimacing council, who, despite their purportedly liberal beliefs, still find the vagina to be a source of unending terror. To these frightened little harridans, I suggest working in close proximity to the nearest available and consenting vagina immediately. Speaking of working in close proximity to vaginas, did you all know Eric Shaw Quinn wrote a novel with Pamela Anderson? It's true. Eric, the well-informed and incredibly astute, was forced to work alongside a woman whose very figure has set her gender back approximately 3,000 years. 
milking these udders of oppression and self-delusion for all the creative juices they could yield. Eric and Miss Anderson wrote a novel inspired by her life experiences, most of them horizontal. Upon hearing this profoundly upsetting news, I headed to the nearest bookstore and searched the racks for the work in question. I searched for any and all books with titles like Courtesan or Deluded. My search yielded nothing, so I did a little research on Miss Anderson to narrow my parameters. After doing so, I was still unable to turn up any novels entitled Bankrupt or Tax Lean or Has Been. Finally, I broke down and called my partner Show Heine, and she informed me the book was called Star. Indeed. It was with great condescending sadness that I read most of this frightening tale of an exploited young woman's lifelong search for phallic validation. I searched high and low for the little touches in the prose that said Eric Shaw Quinn and not Drunken Breast Monster. Finally, I came across a quite stirring scene, which managed to illuminate the human spirit and the glory of the feminine amidst the soul-killing squalor of Miss Anderson's existence. And so, in tribute to Eric Sharquin's vulgar awakening, I give you a reading of this surprisingly touching and well-rendered moment from Star. Ahem, ahem, ahem. Brandy continued the massage as Star slumped down onto the log. Oh, this is so perfect, Star said, bathed in the orange glow of the sunset and the warm haze of Brandy's attentions. As the sun languidly slipped toward the water, Brandy's skilled hands worked their way down Star's back, and slowly she turned to Jello. Suddenly, Star's eyes sprang open. A finger slipped under the leg of the loose-fitting shorts she was still wearing from work. It wasn't unpleasant, but it was unexpected. Maybe it was just an accident, Star thought, as Brandy's hands worked down her thigh. Again she nodded, and again her eyes flew open with a start as that errant finger slipped more insistently through the loose-fitting leg of her uniform. Clearly, this wasn't an accident. Brandy, Star began, but her objections were overruled when all at once the finger found its purchase with a practice no man could have. And so here you have it. Eric Shaw Quinn, using his talented quill to illuminate the true inner beauty that manages to fight for its survival inside a prison of silicon and Botox. Happy birthday, Eric Shaw Quinn, and may you have many more years of bringing candles of light and lesbian truth to the dark corners of this decrepit culture in which we all live. This is Jonelle Sams with a special birthday edition of Homemade Relationship Advice. As you know, our hosts here at the Dinner Party Show, Christopher Rice and Eric Shaw Quinn, both have birthdays in the month of March. So they've used that as an excuse to make another one of their specials. I'm happy to take part, if for no other reason than to have the opportunity to say happy birthday to two fine young men who aren't as young as they were last month. 
I'm very fond of Christopher, and I'm equally fond of Eric, but I'm also very fond of Christopher and Eric. They are such close friends that, like many couples I know, there is a Christopher and Eric together that I like every bit as much as I like the two of them on their own. Friendship. People spend so much time talking about the romantic kind of relationship, it's funny that we don't spend as much time talking about the friendship kind. It's every bit as important. Where would we be without our friends? I love my husband, Merle, and come the first of next month, we'll have been married for 23 blissful years. And I'm sure that Merle loves me. He's still here all these years later. But a big part of what has made these 23 years as blissful as they have been is our friendships with other people. I talk about Merle and his best friend, Olsen Lee Pugh, all the time because I know how important Olsen is to Merle, but I also know how important Olsen is to my marriage. I get letters all the time from people who are looking to their marriage to make them happy. I think that ruins more relationships than cheating. It's just plain unfair to expect your wife or husband to make you happy. I think it's important to bring happiness to your marriage and happy people have happy marriages. But people who expect other people to make them happy are the unhappiest people I know. Merle's favorite, Miss Barbara Streisand, should sing about that one. We don't expect friends to make us happy. They are the people in our lives who come with us while we go out and find out what makes us happy. Like Merle and Olson in their community theater or buying old furniture. Or me and the girls in the pottery class or circle meeting or just meeting my neighbor ladies for cake and coffee. Friends aren't people that we raise kids with or pay the mortgage with or solve life's problems with, though the good ones stick around when the chips are down. Friends are the people we have fun with. I have fun with Merle, too, but there are vows to be kept and responsibilities that come with marriage. It's our friends that teach us how to have a good time while we're living up to those vows. So, Chris and Eric, I couldn't wish you better birthday presents than the friendship you found with each other. I thank you for your friendship to me, but I thank you for sharing your friendship with each other with me and with everyone who listens to The Dinner Party Show. Happy birthday, you two. Till next time, I'm Jonelle Sams with Homemade Relationship Advice. True friends are the ones who know all your faults and don't mind pointing them out to you one bit. Can I speak frankly? We'll always be bosom buddies, friends, sisters, and pals. We'll always be bosom buddies. If life should reject you, there's me to protect you. If I say that your tongue is vicious, if I call you uncouth, it's simply that who else but our bosom buddy will sit down and tell you the truth? If I say that your sense of style is as far off as your youth, it's simply that who else but a bosom buddy will sit down and level and give you the devil? Will sit down and tell you the truth. Jerry Herman. Hi, I'm Jordan Ampersand, and I'm here to wish Christopher a happy birthday, which is sort of like whatever, because Christopher acts like every day is his birthday. It's sort of like that kid from the old Twilight Zone movie where they're like, every day is Kevin's birthday. Don't make him angry or the TV will eat your face up. Whatever, fine. My point is that Christopher's mom is famous because she wrote Twilight, and so he can have whatever he wants, so why do we have to go to the trouble of celebrating his birthday? 
Twilight, Jordan. She wrote The Vampire Chronicles, which are arguably some of the most influential supernatural novels published in the last few decades. Right, like Twilight. Anyway, you're the one that's talking about his mom while I'm trying to talk about Christopher. You're insulting Christopher on his birthday. I thought that's what you guys did is insult people. Not on their birthdays. Okay, whatever. The point is, I don't like books, but that's what Christopher writes. I've told him like a million times that he should try writing something that people actually like, like a fun song. Anyway, he doesn't say yes when I say that, so I thought I would do a reading from one of his novels as a tribute to him on his birthday because I'm saving up money to go to Ibiza. It's pronounced Ibiza. No, she and I are not friends anymore since she moved to Silver Lake. I'm talking about a vacation, Eric. A vacation from what? You don't do anything. Well, I'm trying to celebrate Christopher's birthday, but you're making this about spelling and words. Fine, let's just do this. Okay, Uh, this is from... Oh, crap. Oh, for a second, I thought I brought the Hunger Games. Oh, well. Christopher didn't write the Hunger Games, did he? Three minutes, Jordan, and then we're going to tempt the place for fumigation before you have a chance to get out. Okay, fine. This is a reading from Christopher's novel, Light Before Day, and it sounds like the most fun one because it has drugs in it. You realize there are not actual drugs hidden inside of that book, right, Jordan? They're referring to the story. Yes, I know that. Now, after I checked. Anyway, may I read, please? Go ahead. Okay. <clears throat> Chapter 18. A good wish past the Avenue, Caroline turned off into a barren field and watched her step out of the truck and head around the back because she opened the cargo door. I couldn't see what she was doing inside, but it looked like she was trying to rouse Eddie Cares from the stupor and I stepped out of the car. And Jordan! What? What the hell was that? A reading? And the reason you didn't pay any attention to any of the punctuation. It takes up time. What does that even mean? It means it's not very good, so I thought if I read it quicker, people would be less upset that they had to listen to it. Well, now the fucking New York Times has weighed it's in. It's ridiculous. I read it and it made me so mad. Someone gets killed at the beginning and you don't find out who did it until the end. That's too long to wait. I'm telling you, Christopher needs to write stuff that people actually like like TV shows. Or porn. Yay, porn. Goodbye, Jordan. Wait, no, 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 shit. Wait, why is it getting dark? Oh, shit, I'm sorry. Let me out, please. Just, uh, no, 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 seriously. Happy birthday, Christopher. Oh, God, it smells weird in here. Okay, whatever. I'm sorry Christopher's a lame writer, but will you please let me out now? Why are my clothes changing colors? Seriously, let me out. I think if you want Jordan Ampersand to leave the studio, it isn't necessary to fake a fumigation tent that was incredibly expensive and it took a lot of work to get that thing off the building. But the office is now really vermin-free. You know, look, I get that he's difficult. I do. I get that he's difficult. Were you here on Oscar night? Were you standing out in front of the Sunset Tower and being humiliated when we were there without invitations to try and get into a party we were not invited to? reservations about that offer, and I think someone was very excited by the prospect of being at the party to begin with, so maybe he didn't examine very closely the source of the invitation. Oh, so it's my fault Always. that Jordan lied to us. No, it's not. It's it's your fault. You can't accept Jordan for who he is. You know, like, Jordan is who Jordan is. Oh, I is. believe that I completely accept Jordan for who okay. he is. Okay, well, I'll tell you what. He's very popular with our listeners on Facebook, and he's the one that put it to then the he, audience. Then that he, he can go to their office. Yeah, well, he goes to their computers and their mobile devices if they've downloaded our free mobile app for iPhones and Android devices and iPads. Um, And he put it to them the last time he was on before that disaster of a birthday message, which 
I'll admit, was very insulting to my work. You think? He did ask the audience on Facebook to vote on whether or not he should be allowed back in the studio, and they resoundingly said they wanted him back, so you're going to have to deal with it. Because they're in charge of my show now? We could just do the show without listeners. How do you feel about that? <laughs> I, I kind of hope that that's not true. <laughs> we'll figure it out. Look, I'm just saying, you can frighten and torture Jordan all you want. Oh, thank but, you. But remember, he can swallow ball gags. And that the bill for that fumigation tent was enormous. I honestly think people tune in to hear me frighten and torture Jordan. I think that's why they want him back. You're the Eli Roth of internet radio. <laughs> 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 well... I'm having a great birthday. This is kickoff of my birthday month. Yeah, Let's talk about the month concept, because you're getting one present from me. You're not getting a month's worth of presents. I already got my present from you. Yes, you did. Which was really quite a surprise. Mm-hmm. But I don't see any reason that I should curtail the birthday celebration. It's a month-long fate. It just yeah, yeah, begins yeah, yeah, on yeah, yeah. the 16th. It's a month-long fate, but what are you expecting people to do for you for a month? Are you going to go into restaurants and just keep announcing that it's your birthday well, and get according a flaming to Twan, dessert in every place? Stuff is just going to keep rolling in until July of next year. Is How that really true, that? or do you think Twan just wants to renew his contract? I I don't think Tuan can uh, command the stars. I think he just reports on Okay, them. and we really believe it's going to be a great year for us. It so really the stars is. say Jupiter, it's going no, to be I a great year. No, I actually looked it up after he was giving us that wow. wonderful treatment. And yeah, the Jupiter is actually really in our court this year, dude. So, so maybe Larry Flint will come have a on great the show. Year, right? Yeah, maybe we will have him in the Maybe studio. we will actually get listeners and stuff. <laughs> we have great listeners. We love our listeners. We just want lots of them. Yeah, absolutely. So what are you going to do to celebrate your birthday, Christopher? I am probably going to get dressed up in my Sunday best, get in my car, and drive to Krispy Kreme in Burbank <laughs> and enjoy a dozen original glaze uh, and then listen to upsetting film scores all the way back to my house because it's quite a drive from Burbank to my home in West Hollywood. Well, maybe you should get two dozen then. I probably should, one right? One for the drive and one for, you know, Absolutely. pigging out at Krispy Kreme with all of your lovely friends there. You should start like a Krispy Kreme club. Yeah, absolutely. I am not a big birthday person. Yeah, you know, you forced a birthday on me one year when I turned 30. You turned uh, my book release into I a know, surprise that was birthday party. one of my party. best. Yeah, you, he actually said to me, oh, my book is launching that day and I've got a book signing, so we're not going to do anything for my 30th birthday. And I thought, without saying anything, oh, yeah, that's not going to happen. So I called his publisher. I managed to insinuate myself. she completely myself. fell in love with you, by the way. She thought you were amazing. Kate Bittman, we it, love you. Yeah, it was really your promotions person, not your publisher person. as much. But yeah. And I got a banner made up for the book and his birthday, which mm-hmm. everybody signed. I invited absolutely everyone we know in everyone. Los Angeles, and they came. Yeah. Uh, the people at the bookstore had a custom-made cake with the— Lita Wiseman. That was back when yeah. Lita Wiseman, who's a figure in the Southern California bookstore community, she was at Borders. At Borders that, unfortunately, is no longer there. Because but now the she's at closed. Barnes & Noble at she's, the Grove, another is. my favorite. I love that bookstore. Absolutely. Right in our neighborhood. One mm-hmm. of the few mm-hmm. left here. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, she got a special cake made up, and we had quite the event. Everybody signed the banner. Where is that banner? It's at home somewhere. I think you should have it Actually, framed. no, I think I sent it to storage so that it wouldn't get ruined. Yeah, it was gigantic, it was so I'm enormous. not really sure where you'd hang it. And then um, for your 50th birthday party, which was about 16 years ago, we— wow. um I'm sorry, I had to make one. There haven't been any age cracks the whole night. It really actually has been the high road kind of night for age cracks. We've said more ugly things about each other 
other's age than anybody else has. As we always do. You let me know almost from the minute we became good friends that I would be throwing a really fabulous 50th birthday party for you. And so I started saving money and making preparations. (laughs) What I said was the year before, like people, we did it on a different day and people showed up and whatever. And I said to Christopher and a number of our other friends, okay, here's the deal. Just 49 this year. It's no big deal. We'll get together and have dinner whenever. But next year is 50 and I want it to be fabulous and I want you all to be there unless you are dead Mm -hmm. and I don't want to have anything to do with it. And Christopher really took me at my word. It was the best birthday party I have ever ever been to. It just happened to be mine, but I think I'd have had a ball. Everybody had a ball. the rooftop ballroom of the Andaz Hotel, formerly known as the Riot Hyatt here in West Hollywood on the Sunset Strip. It had just been re- renovated and turned into the Andaz. The rooftop ballroom has subsequently, a sweeping view of Los subsequently Angeles. Subsequently, Harvey Weinstein rented it to throw his great big Oscar party. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, so it's that kind of space. So it was this roof. There was cocktails out by the rooftop pool with laser lights spelling out happy birthday in the pictures pool. Pictures of Eric, blown up in large pictures of Eric Which everywhere. are still hanging in my and den. And you know what? I had to do it all on my own because that other group of friends that Eric made the announcement to were all way too busy hooking up with strange men online to help. So That's nice. <laughs> I'm just kidding. That's lovely. They helped, but I'm too controlling to give over. I, I, in certain areas of my life, I can be collaborative, but I had a vision for what I wanted this party to look like. The, the thing about the party, and I don't mean to go negative here, is that there was another hotel, which shall remain nameless, that had a sort of penthouse suite that I knew had hosted events previously, and we approached them about doing it. And before anyone discussed price or anything, they said no. And they I just said, said no? They just said no, yeah, no, no, we're not going to do that. Really? Yeah, no. What a strange, that's And they really showed odd. me some other, you know, decrepit villas on their property where I was like, yeah, this isn't going to work at all. See you guys. And Andas had just opened down the street, and so I, yeah. How very strange. Yeah. Now, the the reason it was different is because it's an actual hotel room. It's the penthouse suite that was probably... Right. And, and those were the issues they, that they thought maybe if they had a chance of renting out that room to a, a tenant or you know a guest that weekend, they wouldn't want it for just a few hours for a party. But I'm just making excuses for them. They were total dicks about it, and I've never done business with well, that Well, we had again. a spectacular party, and there was a... Quinceañera uh, tiara waiting for me on a satin pillow at my yes, place, thanks. which I wore all night. And Rusty Hamrick, our friend, the went city and got of that West Hollywood declared it Eric Shaw Quinn Day or something. There was some sort yes. of proclamation that was presented to me, and mm-hmm. there was a big sit-down dinner for I don't even know how many people. They had to roll in other tables to we seat really everybody. Did. It was really gigantic. It was a wonderful, spectacular party. I had a ball. It was great. For I have friends who still say. Oh, my God, that was the best party. It's been years now. Not 16, but it has been several. It's been four years, I guess, right? 20, 20 years. 22 yeah, years 22 ago years. when I was 50, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, so enough about past birthdays. This is about present birthdays. This has been a great birthday. This has been a great tribute. We've really appreciated everybody Absolutely. tuning in. And we'll be back next week with a, the really first special. of a new type of special that we're calling At the Table. It is uh, a collection of highlights of our best live interviews Which with I just think guests. it's such a great, it's Christopher's idea. I just love this notion of getting together some of the best moments from, we've had wonderful guests on the show and putting them together 
just the guests. I think that's brilliant. Absolutely. And so, yeah, so that'll be at the usual time, 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific at thedinnerpartyshow.com. You can also listen to our live shows and our continuous encore presentations of them. We re-air the show until the new one debuts the following Sunday. Those can be listened to via our free mobile apps, which are available for Android devices and for Apple devices, which includes both iPads and iPhones. A note on the app, the app is listed in the Apple Store as being an iPhone app. And so if you are only searching for iPad apps, you won't be able to find it. However, it will work on both an iPhone Absolutely. and an iPad. You know, I, I think at some point both. the show will be just us giving technical notes and instructions to our listeners. It's, we'll have so many different platforms we'll have to a, talk We'll about. have a separate channel. <laughs> Absolutely. Like one of the, like for traffic advisories. Right, like the airport information Tune channel. Tune in for technical advisories on how to listen to the dinner party I show it'll, at... It'll be that robot automated voice. Yeah, an, an, iPhone an AM channel. available at Apple Store. So anyway, I'm Christopher Rice. And I'm Eric Shaw Quinn. And thanks for joining us for our birthday special. Happy birthday, Christopher. Happy birthday, Eric Shaw. Thank you very much. Oh, wow. That's lovely. (laughs) Eric, that happy birthday guy in the chair next to me.